He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Hello and welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel. That's great. Uh, this is a podcast where I randomly interview my Facebook friends one by one, random by random. Uh, today is singer-songwriter, funny gal, Phoebe Carter. Before I tease what we talk about, I want to tease where you can check out more of this show. All the old episodes are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Definitely subscribe on those feeds and look up Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. The website is awkwardwithevan.com if you'd like to see the, the blog post feed of all the episodes. At Awkward with Evan on Facebook and Twitter. And to support, there are a few ways. There's patreon.com slash funnyevan, which I will tell you about later in the interview with Phoebe. Uh, then there's also an Amazon link on the sidebar of awkwardwithevan.com. You can click on and do all your shopping there and help the show out. And there's even a way if you want to have your own podcast and use the promo code Evan, I will tell you where to use that code. Um, but with Phoebe Carter today, uh, we are both funny songwriting people and it was cool to talk to another one. Um, I got to learn a little bit about the songwriting biz and just what goes into it. How do you try to write a song for someone? Uh, how did Phoebe get her start? And also how I was in a music video for Phoebe that she made uh, for Halloween a few years ago that uh, got some traction and was, and was really cool. So I am not going to say anything else. All I'm going to say is listen to my talk with Phoebe Carter. Okay, guys, it's Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel, and I'm here with my first fellow comedy musician, Phoebe Carter, Los Angeles. What's up? What's up? Hey, Evan. Hey. Um, now, we've known each other, I guess, since close to when I moved to LA about 10, 11 years ago. How, yep. how did we initially meet or find out about each other? I'm not really sure. I knew, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I was hosting, um, in, it was, I think it was 2005. I oh moved, my God. I moved in 05. Yep. And I was hosting a weekly comedy show at a little coffee house. And you had just come to town, and, and I was think, and I knew Kelly, right. your beautiful wife. And um, I also knew a lot of people in the comedy music world. And you came and did my show, I think. <laughs> and then from there, I introduced you to a couple of other people. I think Crazy Jay. I think you and- told me to email him. I did email him. I, I've never met him, but I mean, I can tell he's crazy. He's uh, totally crazy. <laughs> um, but you also ended up knowing all of the people I know, like uh, Grant Pachaco from Throwing Toasters. Yeah, he's great. Chris Valenti mm-hmm. and some other people. So there we are. Yeah, I mean, where, where's the coffee shop? Was that the place in Pasadena? Like the it was, it was. It was called Sisters of Bubbock, which right. is no longer. It's no longer there. <laughs> yeah. They went for it. That's what matters. Yeah, it was really fun Disney-like place, fantasy. F- 
fantasy for for like girls fashion or i don't even know what it was like boutique fashion boutique fashion uh, giftware yeah. artsy yeah i think it, it enhanced old town pasadena um, yeah it was yeah and then i think we were in class together yeah uh, acting class with gary in yes. uh okay but now where are you from originally I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh. Back I, east. Had you ever heard of a town called Lederach, Pennsylvania? No. Okay. Well, apparently, I in my last episode, which I'm assuming if this if these episode sequences hold, uh, the person <laughs> before you, the Facebook friend, her last name is Lederach because I think her grandpa owned the land of the town. So it's just unique to have someone whose like, last name is a town that they're from that's so cool yeah well you know i um i am descendant of the p the family who um created tom's river new jersey oh so there's a that's cool name of tom's something in my heritage and they started tom's river new jersey that's cool because that that has like some good like uh yeah like jersey uh springsteen bon jovi yeah. proximity to it so, yeah. so, so that's legit. Then yeah. had you been to Jersey much while you were growing up in Philadelphia or you may have stayed around Philadelphia the whole time? Well, you know, we went down the shore. <laughs> Before there was Snooky, there was Phoebe, guys. So watch out. Yeah, uh, yeah Wildwood, Ocean City. Yeah, we had water. I got in the water. <laughs> had you ever been to is it the Electric Factory? Is that a club in Philly? Yes. Had you ever been there? I don't think I've ever been there, but... Some good stuff's been there. Yeah, but no, the the uh, live show promoters were the Electric Factory concerts. So every time uh, you went to a concert, like you do Live Nation now, right. it was the Electric Factory Presents, Electric Factory Concerts. So went to a lot of them. <laughs> um, when, I never knew you were East Coast. And when did you go West Coast? Or was it was LA the next stop or were there other places in between? LA, I actually have been here almost 27 years. I came out when I was, well, no, I don't want to say that. Then you'll know how old I am. <laughs> When you were you came out here when you were one year old, exactly. And you got a, you were an unaccompanied minor on the flight, and you were just a That's child in arms all the way across yeah. the country. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. Then so when when is that when you did you already do like. Is comedy music, would you say that's your shtick? I mean, are you an actress? How do you categorize label yourself as much as we don't like labeling ourselves? Well, I've narrowed it down. As you probably know, <laughs> for both of us over the last many years, we've been dipping in all the pools. But right. I've narrowed it down to songwriter, and I'm focusing on that as of late and even work a day job in the music biz. Oh, my God. Ooh, that's, so you're like your own A&R person. That's really good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say yes. Uh, yes. That That's cool. Then are well, when you say songwriter, then does this mean you're a serious songwriter or are you still – are you doing comedy or are you a hybrid? What's what's your genre? Both. Both. I do the comedy music for me as a performer. Right. But I definitely prefer other people to perform and sing my straight serious stuff. So okay. I'm writing for other artists now. Ooh, snazzy. Uh, yeah. That's that's cool. And have is there are there artists out there who we can listen to where we're like those are your words? Anyone Not yet, there? but stay tuned. Okay. There are songs being pitched in the world. <laughs> okay. Are there are there comedy songs out there of yours that can be heard? Oh, yes. There are. Where can people go? 
they can go to YouTube. They can go to actually the Rockin' Comedy Show of Crazy Jay in Vegas. Uh, oh but yeah. Most, okay. Yeah, YouTube and and um, uh, I'm on Sa- uh, Spotify. You can Aren't find we all yes. <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> where we earn fractions of a penny for your listening pleasure. Yes, and we yes. <laughs> What what uh what was what drew you? How did your comedy songs change? I, I want to talk about that because like I'm constantly like trying to figure out like where I'm going next as a comedian musician. Um, where was like where did your comedy music start and where kind of has it has one helped the serious stuff or has the serious helped the comedy stuff in at any in any way? Neither has helped the other. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um. Well, when I was 10 years old, I wrote a parody of a song for the Super Bowl when the Eagles now now you'll figure out my age when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl and I was 10 Ron years Jaworski? old. Ron Jaworski? Yes, oh, wow. precisely. Okay. I wrote this parody that I thought was so clever and then I showed it to my parents and they gave it no attention whatsoever. Nah. So fast forward to me in my 20s realizing screw my parents i'm gonna write funny freaking songs anyway yeah um so i did did those and then secretly wrote serious ones like poetry and love songs and dripping with emotion meanwhile i'm writing about mountain dew and dressing like a slut for halloween so yes i was in i was in your music video you're in my music video it's still a pretty popular that's a youtube that's a pretty popular thing that's been on youtube yeah, spooky, sexy. I think I have a five-figure view- viewership, barely over ten thousand views. But I, but good, I though. got, yeah, yeah. It's it's not too shabby. No. And you just. Peep and in. thank you for being in that video. I forget what my character was. I know I had to wear wear a weird costume. You had to. You had you were the monk, and you dro- You had to drop <laughs> your jaw when the girls with the sexy costumes walked in the door, and you were brilliant. I I was. I I know. I think there's some excellent B footage as well. That yes. that could be dug up. Oh man, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna try to find that and link it in the episode. Uh, that that was cool. Um, so then, where are you from going to Mountain Dew and Spooky Sexy? Where what's been some recent stuff comedically, or or even if uh, there's like serious stuff, you're just kind of like being writing fully about right now. Yeah, I'm excited about a couple of co-writes. I'm co-writing with Kyle Puccia a song that got submitted for. Um, Hope you know I, I I envision it for the kind of R and B gospel of India Ari or Lady C or right. Leela James. So I've got it to their management, but who knows? I mean, it's always a crapshoot. Yeah. And then I'm co-writing with a couple of people who are out there touring with major acts. There's a guy who's the guitar player for Christina Aguilera right now, and he and another woman who's the backup singer for a culture club right now. And we, the three of us have started a song that we're going to finish as soon as they come off the road. Nice. So that's exciting. So I'll be trying to pitch that to wherever. So, so it's like, is pitching songs like kind of like on the same order of like pitching a movie idea to someone or pitching a script to someone? Is it the same kind of like hustle game, like in terms of the business of it? It is. It's just, it's tougher because you can't cold you can't cold send it you have to have it through a manager or an, or an attorney oh wow you can't find the you know, i mean you you kind of can but it's definitely harder it's it's well i don't know if it's i've never pitched a film script so let me yeah. not diminish the difficulty level of that yeah. um but it's pretty tough it's pretty tough 
And uh, for me, it's only been working on the inside that's helped me and just years of poking around and figuring out how it all works sure. that I'm just now starting, just now starting to get songs out there. Good. So when you have an idea, like you have like a list of people that you want to want to like send them out to, or then you'd have to like start to know someone who knows someone or how, yes. like, okay. Okay. Or find their management, just find their management or their record label. Okay. Yeah. So, and I guess, and I guess lit, lit record labels still have like a purpose these days, even though it feels like there's an increase in like DIY trend, like still helps to have like a record label behind stuff. It does, but, but it's so tough. It's, it's been really fascinating to see it, but yeah, it, it, it definitely helps, but they're struggling and it's really tough because nobody's really buying records. They're just going to concerts and festivals and streaming. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, it's all streaming and I guess, you know, just means like, people have to like keep playing live really yeah yeah that, that's kind of like a benefit i mean i don't know like i've been able to see you know two bands that i've been following for the last decade plus and i mean i don't see them live for the first time these years so uh i saw like i saw a yellow card like back in october on their quote-unquote farewell tour and yet they're coming <laughs> back to la like in a month or something <laughs> so i think they want to cool. take a longer farewell and then i had uh kelly and i saw dashboard confessional I saw him for the oh, first wow. time. I got her converted over. Uh, she was not feeling like listening to the music ahead of time of the concert because she was not liking the CDs. <laughs> but like live, you know, he he won her yeah. over, so that was good. Um, yeah. Do you have favorite? Do you have favorite serious and funny musicians or bands that that had inspired you or influenced you? Um, lately, well, the ones that have influenced me, of course, are um, for on the serious side. Uh, I love me some Howard Jones to throw it back to the eighties and then Dido. I love for oh, the nineties yeah. and, um, and then on the comedy side lately, I'm just in, madly in love with bone Burnham. Uh, oh yeah. Love Bo Burnham. <laughs> I hate cause he goes where I can never go. And of course your wife, Kelly goes where I don't dare go. And she's genius. And I love her. I, I would say she's kind of like, if she's requested to do that on the spot, she'll go there. But I think she's looking to do see what's next. Cause I don't know if she can oh, just sing about accidental pregnancy the rest of her life, but you never know. Uh, yeah. it could be possible, <laughs> but yeah, she, she's good. Um, <laughs> I guess mine, I mean, mine, Stephen Lynch is the one that's probably inspired me. Oh, or yes. I, I know it can be done. Um, mm -hmm. I listened to a recent interview of him cause what he did for his last album was he like he worked on the music first and then he plugged in the lyrics. Oh. Usually as a comedian you go the other way around, but I think yeah. he was getting tired of the formula of it all. Um so he was trying to do that. And I, I still want to listen to a lot of his newer stuff. I've I have the old stuff. I've listened to some a couple of stray songs, but he has a new album about to come out, so I'm looking forward to uh to seeing where he's at. And maybe that's like where I can go. I mean, obviously he's got like more natural talent than me and skills and stuff, but I mean, I still, you know, you got, you got to be crafty with what you have. So oh yeah, definitely. I'll have to check that out too. And and also you speaking of touring, you've gone out there and completely made it happen as a touring artist. I do. I do. I'm trying to not relax on rest on my laurels. I mean, with that, it's just, you gotta keep, being a pain in the butt sometimes to people and just like following yeah. up enough times and then they'll, they'll say, okay. But yeah, I mean, I, I still love to do it and I, you know, I just want to set myself up to just keep doing it. Cause I mean, 
even though it's like I'm almost twice the age of some of my audiences. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm going to, I'm relate to them. They're more, they're, I, they're more interesting to me than, than I don't know. People out of college. I have no idea. So, <laughs> real people. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so before I get back to my talk with Phoebe Carter, I want to talk to you guys about patreon.com. If you go to patreon.com slash funny Evan, that is a link where you can see the genesis of my podcast and why I wanted to do this podcast. Um, and you can also support it on a recurring basis for as little as a dollar a month. You can help this podcast grow to amazing heights. Um, you have endless reward tiers if you guys can chip in more than a dollar. I mean, for $3, I'll give you a cert that says you're part of my awkward army. That doesn't do it for you. $5. Evan Wexel's cell phone wallet. That doesn't do it for you. Higher levels. Be a producer. Title sponsorship. I'll consult you. It's all there at patreon.com slash funnyevan. But if you just want to see someone you know do a little better, uh, that's the way to do it. Uh, every month you get to, to help hook me up, and then I get to hook you up with all these random interviews from people all over the globe. I think I've already interviewed people from like four different countries uh, from doing Socially Awkward. So definitely check it out. Patreon is good. And so is Phoebe Carter. So let's get back to my talk with her. Anna, has what's what's been the last great uh, musician or band you've seen live, or which one do you really want to see live that you haven't? Um, I had just saw the Smithereens at the Whiskey a Go Go. Oh, I've heard of them. And yeah, there that was a, a, a old throwback one, but it, it, they were just amazing. Even after all these years, I also saw the Bangles. I guess they did this whole retro series at the Whiskey. I saw the Bangles, oh, cool. who I never got the chance to see back in the day. Um, <laughs> and I'm very much looking forward to Tom Petty at the Hollywood Bowl Ooh. this year, this summer. So be there or be square. I'm hoping to not have to pay a million dollars for the tickets, but um, and then new new artists. You know, I. Love 21 Pilots and almost feel like oh, I yeah. discovered them, but they've been doing it for many years before I found them. But I feel like I discovered them because I got into um, their blurry face stuff before it hit the radio, just oh, from wow. that whole Spotify discovery thing. Oh, wow. So I like 21 Pilots and would like to see them. Okay. Uh, they, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're in, definitely. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, let's change it up. Let's... Um, so since we are Facebook friends, how, how has Facebook been to you over the years or, or recently? Because obviously <laughs> Facebook has evolved into a big kerfuffle yes, of, it's a ker- uh, of stuff. Um, but what are you mostly uh, uh, Facebook-wise? Where, where are you at? What role does it play? 24-7? Well, lately, it, it, yeah, it's taken a major shift for me lately because it is where I – get into the political crap i just do and but it used to be where i just loved to see what everybody was doing what shows they were going to what their kids looked like and what they were eating for dinner and just (laughs) share fun silly stupid stuff but now i'm i go on to click through to the articles that i wouldn't get to see otherwise about what the latest activities in this crazy world are yeah, I do want to. I wonder what it would be like if, like, we were all just like a couple of people, like in Indiana right now. Like, if our Facebook oh. feeds would look totally different. <laughs> I think it would be just interesting. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like, you know, I mean, I'm not. I didn't vote for the current guy or or, or even the girl, but uh, just I think it's just 
because like all my friends are mostly like New York, New York and L.A. Yeah. So it's like it feels like that's the world. So it's just like it's crazy. It's just crazy. Um, okay. I guess one thing I want to ask then is uh, since it's our this is probably end up being our longest conversation because that's what the podcasts are for. Um, yeah. Do you do you have any questions for me? Want to switch switch hats, change hats here? Yes. Okay. Are you still avid WWE <laughs> fan? I'm going to Long Beach for wrestling on my birthday. Oh, wonderful. Okay. I am. <laughs> I am. I mean, I try to keep up Beckett's image of being a know-it-all. Yeah. But, you know, that's been about, that's about two and a half years ago. Yeah. But yep. still keeping it up. And honestly, because of him. I'm close to 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, so I have to take advantage of that eventually. But the thing yeah. is, if I put up like a comedy video, I just get comments like, we want another Beckett video. Yeah, and we then want when I get, I get, you know, consistent uh, comments about Beckett, like from YouTube, people watching his old videos saying like, dude, this is fake. He's reading the names. And of course, if he was too reading, that would be awesome. Um, if he was reading now, that would be awesome. But yeah. yeah, so that's, I do, I do follow a lot. I, I watch as much as I can. I try to, I'm usually trying to like work and like have it on in the background a lot. I can't, yeah. I can't ever, I don't know if you're the kind of person that can just sit down and like watch something, but I, I can never like just turn it all off unless it's like high intensity, like Super Bowl, like yeah. even the fourth quarter, like when I knew like, yeah, this is going to happen. Like they're going to totally, cause Cause that's his intent. That's Brady's intention. Like this is totally going to all blow up in their face. So yeah. you can't do anything else but be like, Oh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do watch uh, when I, as much as I can and I'll even read like rumor pages when I can yeah. like websites and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a thing. That is cool. Are, are you still in, are you in class now with Gary or not? No, or, I'm not. Oh, but yeah. you know, a lot of people, uh, not a lot. A few people are still there, and yeah. so I stay connected to what's happening. And I've gone to a couple open classes. Oh, cool! It's still going really strong. He's doing great. Yeah, no, he's doing great. And I think like just from meeting people in that class, um, we it was like it just felt like a family. Like even though I haven't been in class, I guess for like several years, like I still feel like he's still my teacher, uh, and you know those are still my classmates. Even though I haven't been in like the music one, or I mean I've sat in like. Kelly's acting one sometimes once in a mm -hmm. while. Yeah. But yeah, those are like, those are my people. And it's like, cool. Cause like, you know, like we lost Sally Connerton like a year ago, but then like, yes. I can, uh, but then it's cool. Cause I can share when Sally Connerton and I, and if you don't know, uh, to, to, to my modest audience, uh, she was a lovely little old lady that would, uh, we did duets. We hit up the open oh. mic scene together in like 2009 or 10. And, yes, um, watch it on YouTube. Watch you have it, to look see up it. me and Sally Connerton because I yes. edited together two sets that we did, and it was uh, she. Had, I think she was loved doing it, and I and I loved having her writing for her, and that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love yes. Sally. Um, yeah, most of my my whole circle of family or you know friend family out here is all came from that class, right? It's, my family <laughs> right yeah and a lot of my friends are, and also i can look at it another way where a lot of my friends are just people that are friends with kelly and i realize yes. I have no friends of my own so you know it's kind of like i'm living an empty life here but at the same time <laughs> these are all my my friends so <laughs> that's just if i want to like make kelly jokes but yeah her, her friends are good uh, that was one of my questions for you though i wanted to ask you what is do you ever uh not regret but 
ever think about going back to New York or, or wish or prefer New York to LA now that you've done both for oh, a long time? I, I don't know if I could stay in New York an extended period of time because I don't know what I would do. Would I like be in my parents' house? Like I, I, get, <laughs> I try to give myself like a three-day rule. Like you can't be around your parents for more than three days in a row. So yes. like even with like Kelly's parents, like when they visit, I'm like, you know, it's going to be all nice for two and a half days. And at the end of the third day, you know, your mom's going to go wackadoo or, or your dad's going to say something stupid or so. I don't you know, whatever. It's just, yeah. it's just the clock yeah. that is on from, from visiting parents. I go back enough where, and I'm so connected, like at least like the New York sports and stuff like that, where yeah. it doesn't matter. I, I'd prefer LA. I just think there's too many options, too much, too many random things you could end up doing here. That, uh, same. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've been I've been to Philly a few times. I actually, I think I once uh, when I, I I did an internship at the National Hockey League, and one of the yeah. Ra- I, yeah right right after college, and then one of the random places I was interviewing, I think I went down to Philadelphia. I took a train and then the metro to like where the Flyers like someone like drove me around for the day, and I was interviewing with like to be in like the community relations department of the Flyers like 10 or 12 years ago, or maybe even like the minor league system. But, yeah. but it was like, yeah, it was a random trip to Philly. So, <laughs> and I guess also my Bon Jovi connection is with the, the Philadelphia soul was the arena football team yep, that he owns. Right. And uh, yeah. And I went there for like the pep rally when, when they started. And that's when I, m- me and some fans like stayed in the same hotel as John Bon Jovi. And I, harassed him on the treadmill for 10 minutes. So you know, <laughs> awesome. yeah, great, great, greatest 10 minutes of my life, I think, but I don't know. <laughs> it was, he was, no, the great 10 greatest 10 minutes of his life. <laughs> yeah. Right. The greatest 10 minutes of his life was the 10 minutes after leaving. You gotta understand this was a small hotel gym with me yeah. forcing a woman in heels and jeans off of the treadmill next to him. And then having like eight <laughs> other women just standing, staring at him, waiting for like photos and stuff. And <laughs> it was such a horrible scene. The next day there was a sign that said closed for private workout. So oh, yeah, he's probably about sure. 40 at the time. Um, but it was, co- I got to talk his ear a little bit, but I mean, he just did not want it. And uh, no. <laughs> it was, it was good. I did get a laugh out of him. Cause I just told him that they were all just waiting for the power dance class to start. So that's why oh, all that's, the, that's all the women were there, but that's other than that. It was all good. Oh, yeah. I totally painted a picture of my mind with that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's one of those cramped hotel, hotel gyms in the Ritz. So I know them well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, cool. So cool ways we can follow you and find you and listen to you and others who will be saying your things. Best way to track you down. I'm on Twitter okay, and I'm on Facebook. At Phoebe Carter? Uh, Phoebe, Phoebe, what am I? <laughs> Phoebe Carter 724. Okay. But if you Google, I pretty much come up when you Google me. If I Google Phoebe Carter, you're one of the more popular Phoebe Carters in the world. There are three of us. Me, this woman who wrote books about belly dancing. Okay. And an uh, Australian student who's like a major mathematician physicist. <laughs> Why don't you guys form a band? 
The Phoebe. <laughs> the Phoebe. Because, I mean, I was trying to, like, look you up on, like, Skype before the call, and there's a jillion Phoebe Carters that were popping up in my Skype directory, and I'm like, I it's a lot of Phoebes. It's have really you, annoying, actually, have, how many I've discovered how much Phoebe Carters there are. There have are. you ever spoken to the other famous Phoebe Carters? Or the no. Other, no? Um, one of Phoebe Carter, I think, on Facebook messaged me once and said, "Oh, isn't this neat? We have the same name." <laughs> but she wasn't the it wasn't the mathematician or the belly dancer. Nope. Oh, that's what you need. I know. You need to write belly dancing music for the in the background while someone does math, while the third one does math. Yes. Works yes. out like some algebra problem. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be, and yeah. you'd have to like create the subtitles so you have like arrow pointing to each Phoebe. Yes. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's what you do. That's your next video, music video. You're playing your guitar and then you've got the Phoebe belly dancer dancing to it. And then you've got, um, you know, maybe like the other person it's in a classroom and they're like writing math on the chalkboard. So that's the Phoebe Carters, the, the Phoebe Carters. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be dope. Um, that's good. Cause there aren't really many Phoebes though. I mean, Phoebe Kate's maybe the only like well-known Phoebe of in recent it's history. It's true. And you know, because my last name is Carter, this happens to me so often. People write or call or say it's Phoebe Cates. So I got invited <laughs> to a wet Yeah. So I got invited to a wedding lately recently and my boyfriend's name and then it said his name plus, plus Phoebe Cates. And I said, Oh honey, did you know that you have your a date with Phoebe Cates for this wedding? He was like, Heck yeah. <laughs> so um and then I've had people introduce me like you know, oh, this is Phoebe Cates. And I was like, uh, I wish I was Phoebe Cates. Where's Phoebe Cates? Is she living in LA? Do you know any, any updates? No. Phoebe's just check up on each still, other. She's still married to Kevin Klein. Oh, so no way. I had no idea. Entertained daily. And I think she's, I don't even know if she's working, but she's, yeah, she's married to Kevin Klein and they've got some kids. All right. I got to look her up. Yeah. All right, guys. So check out Phoebe Carter on Twitter and then Phoebe, other Phoebe Carters that do math and, uh, and belly dance. And yeah. And then Phoebe Cates, see where she's at. Yeah. Or a line somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I dig it. All right. We'll, you- we'll stick around. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll just say thanks for coming on Socially Awkward. Okay. I want to thank Phoebe Carter. For coming on Socially Awkward, always good to have another funny musical person on the line. Uh, You can check her out where she said, I don't know where. I'm recording this weeks after the initial interview. But if you do want to check out the podcast more, there is AwkwardWithEvan.com, at AwkwardWithEvan on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes. Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and the best way you can help is to write a five-star review on iTunes and shoot this thing up the charts and make it noteworthy. Uh, We have some fun episodes coming up. I I can confirm uh, that I do hope to do a a wrestling, WrestleMania preview episode with a Facebook friend of mine, and I just wrapped up an interview with someone I went to high school with my year, first one on the podcast from my class in high school, and we talk about uh, the upcoming 20-year reunion because she is one of the organizers. So Subscribe if you want to find out who that is and how's it going to go down. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. See ya on the other side of Awkward. Thanks for listening. 
Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.